All right, welcome back to issue 26 of TLDR. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Dr. Joe. With me, as always, is my hunk in crime. He is the Woodward to my Bernstein. Friar, my guy, how's it going? How did you come to the fact that I'm Woodward and you're Bernstein? I'm just curious. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're first on the uh, the screen there. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I, I can get behind that. I'm good, Doc. Honestly, I, it's it's been, um, I had a trip. Uh, well, not really a trip. I was up in the city this weekend and I was at the Prue and I went to the Barnes and Noble there. And, you know, everybody, nobody thinks of graphic novels, comics, manga when you go to the Barnes and Noble. Uh, but I don't know if I'm throwing the the in front of it. But the one thing that's nice about those is they, the uh, about Barnes and Noble is they'll have trades that the average comic shop may not like it's a like you know enough people have the the first hellboy trade they don't they don't necessarily have that or the second third whatever so it's nice like going to one of those i find some random things that a comic shop may not have or may not be able to order for me necessarily of course you go comic shop first then somewhere like newberry second and then if all else fails maybe you try barnes and noble which for me there have been a couple books that i was excited about um and that i've wanted to read one of them is the John Wick comic from Dynamite? Oh, that looks awesome! And I've wanted this for—it's been out for a while, a long time—and I've never—I've been trying to find it, and I just couldn't get it anywhere. So hopefully, I can. Uh, hopefully, I like it, and I can talk about it on the show. But it looks—it it looks pretty badass. Um, by Greg Pak, Giovanni Valletta, and uh, Matt Gaudio. Oh, Greg Pak! I think he's doing uh, Darth Vader right now. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of Darth Vader, the other one I picked up, and I ha this hasn't been out crazy long, so I probably could have found it somewhere, but my shop, I, I know I haven't seen it. This is the Star Wars Bounty Hunter trade that, uh, yeah, I have been. I wanted to read this from when it started and then just uh, yeah, I fell behind. So I'm very I, – I can almost guarantee I will talk about that on this show as well. Very excited for this. What about the complete Van Helsing? Did you get that? Listen, pal. Well, we don't. Yeah. Uh, I have. I stand by Van Helsing. I stand by that take. I don't care what Dork says. I don't care what anybody else says. They can all go to hell. Like, is Van Helsing is a fun movie? Is it a great movie? No, but no. Nick, I got your back. I enjoy it. Yes, thank you. I enjoy. Thank it. you. I mean, thank it's not great. It is what it is. But I, I remember when I saw it in the theaters, I enjoyed it. So it did. It, it's, it's got like scary vibes, but it doesn't give you nightmares, right? It's got uh, Kate Beckinsale in it, right? It does have Kate Beckinsale in it. I don't bingo, know how bango, baby. That's like an automatic B right how, there. How, exactly. How can anything be that bad if Kate Beckinsale's in it? Seriously. Anyways, um, but I also mm -hmm. caught up on Wolverine Black, White, and Blood this week. Uh, I caught up on the first two issues, I should say. I was behind one. The third issue is out this week. We'll talk about that all more when we get into what's new. But I'll tell you what. This is a fun series. It's all, just mini stories. Usually, It's like three, I think, each issue so far. So I don't know if this is something I can devote an episode to because there's no continuous story. Right. But it's something I highly recommend to everybody. I will definitely be reading the third issue, however many of these there are. I don't think there's been a miss so far on those. So I've been um, been very excited about that. Is there anything else you've been been catching up on? Uh, so I, I read so much last week that there was not a ton for me to catch up on this week. Uh, but I did read uh, Change the Grave, uh, number one, which is a sort of – I wouldn't call it a horror, but, you know, it's it was a very interesting book. And I enjoyed the story very much. The art was a little uh, distracting um, at points. Hmm. 
Uh, and that took away from it a little bit, but overall, uh, I thought it was a really good story. I'm looking forward to the next issue. Uh, Resident number seven, um, which I had wanted to read, uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, for those of you in the chat right now watching, um, I may be doing this next week. Oh, Ooh. You know, I haven't made up my mind yet, but I might be. I might be talking resident. It's 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 February, right? And what what do we associate with February? Horror oh. shit. Oh right, right. yes. So yes. <laughs> uh, right. so that so that's been a fantastic series. So um, and then last week from AWA Redemption number one came out. I read that. That is awesome. That is Isn't fucking it? awesome. Oh yes, you told me about that last time. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It has like that old Western kind of look to it, right? Yeah. On the cover, it's 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 a Western, but it's post-apocalyptic Western, and, uh, and one of the characters has a very Linda Hamilton type vibe to her. Okay, right? uh, awesome, badass, violent, great. Okay, um, and you, then I know it's just the first issue, but you think you could do one on that down the line? You, you yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, it was good. It was it was a doozy, and then um, I caught up. On Homesick Pilots number two, um, that's been a great series so far. That is a horror, uh, uh, you know, good little horror book. Um, nah, I'm using horror very loose here, but it's in that sort of realm. Uh, issue three came out this week, actually, um, so we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but so far, that's been um, a fantastic series. Okay, so actually, let's why don't we jump into what's new because there was some stuff that was announced from DC, and you can find all that you can find a bunch of the information over on Geeks Worldwide. Uh, let's see, we have Chip Zdarsky is going to be handling a Justice League series. I think it's sixteen issues. Which a little peek behind the curtain for everybody. I found out about it. That I, I wrote something up the day before it was coming because I I found out about it. And uh, certain somebody was not happy with me that I did not tell him in advance. Uh, yeah, fucking or, teammates, Brit. <laughs> you know, you know, I guess we're supposed to, you know, I just come out here. I just came out here a second ago and said, yeah, you know, Van Helsing, not a bad movie. I got your back. I'm always defending you in the DSG chat. And what do you do? What are you, saboteur? Don't tell me about fucking Zdarsky writing a fucking new, uh, a new uh, Justice League book. Yes, that that is uh, that's that's I guess that's my how I, how I operate. I'm I'm a me guy. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You um, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I honestly when I, like I told you, I thought like you know what, I'll let Joe see everybody else and see how he, he like how he reacts on Twitter. Now that wasn't the right move at all. I learned I learned from my mistakes. So I learned from my mistakes. And today. Yeah. It was announced that uh, Tynan and Jimenez over on uh, Batman are going to be introducing a new villain called Miracle Molly. She's like a tech villain. That's coming out in May. The Justice League book, by the way, um, that digitally starts in April, and then you can start getting hard copies in, uh, what is it, in May. So it's going to be 16 chapters, 16 digital chapters coming out weekly. When it's a monthly, it's going to be eight issues. So however you guys prefer to consume your comics, important to note. Doc, how do you feel about this Miracle Molly character that I I hope you got to look at her before? Yeah, I, I'm excited. The only problem is I think the name is stupid because it sounds mm. like uh, Hardcore Holly, uh, you know, from WWE uh, well. in the late 90s, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm excited because I loved what they did with Punchline. And oh, you know, yeah. I, I can't wait for more Punchline. So knowing what they can do with new characters, new female characters, new female, you know, just badasses, uh, you know, very excited for that, and it's Tynan, so you know, very excited about that. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it should be good. I, although I'll say this, I'm not thrilled about the 16 
you know thing digitally like this digital first oh, nonsense mm. can go can go pound sand right yeah i'm not i don't i like that like the next batman is getting digital first if i believe there's going to be some hard copies for that i know i, I read that a while back when i got the email but i don't i like reading some stuff digitally but you know i, I only resort to digital fun. when i can't get my hands on a physical copy so if yep. i go to newbury comics um and they don't have it or my comic shop doesn't have it uh you know that's right freddie or you know i read the digital stuff that we get from geeks worldwide right right but even yeah. but even then i will still like some of those titles i'll still go buy floppies for i'll still get you know the copies of so yeah just this <sighs> i hate try, you know, I they're trying they're trying to force you they're trying to force you to you know and i hate it i hate the whole idea because I, I, there's nothing i love more than going into a comic shop and you know and they also feel like they're trying to double dip because i feel like they know people are going to buy the digital stuff but they're also going to be like me and want physical copies Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> right? Go fuck yeah, yourself. But I'm sure there's also some people who aren't looking to who you know maybe by that time people still won't be comfortable going into a comic shop. They still think I need I can't I can't do that. But maybe they want to read, or maybe this is the way you bring in new young readers because so many kids want to read on a tablet. And I'll tell you what, I hated reading on a computer before when I first started doing reviews. But then once I got my iPad. Huge, huge game changer. Like today, I was reading the other book that I'm going to reviewing that I haven't written up yet. And I read it off my iPad. And I, I do like that. Now, if you go and give me a trade or a graphic novel on iPad, I'm not a fan. I've talked about that before. Right. It's just too much staring at a screen. But, but yeah, it's I get your point. But to what I would say to people who double dip or are worried about that, just don't and just wait. It's not that hard. I mean, that's – yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're all thinking we're idiots. That's the point. Right. Well, speaking of DC stuff, this week we had uh, there's a bunch of future state stuff. I know I reviewed Justice League two. I actually gave that I think a seven out of ten. Yes, and seven out of ten. You know, for the, like everybody's different with their scales. I don't. I've never gone below a five. I don't think on um on on Geeks Worldwide, but it it could happen. And honest to God, this one I was like, Ugh, I I just it's just bleh. It, did it, you like the first one? I did like the first. I thought the first one was solid. I, I got like the biggest issue is, and we'll get into it more when we do our tie-in event at the end of this week. Which do we have somebody joining us for that this week? We got we got a special guest, baby. Do okay. we want to reveal it or do we want to save it? We'll just say it's somebody else in the DSG. Um, it turns out that we have a few people that can read, so they'll be yeah. uh, we'll, we'll be talking to them um, on Friday. But the, the Justice League is such a difficult concept, I think, to execute properly in this. Um, in this setting where you're dealing with a bunch of new characters who we don't have relationships with. Like the only one is really Jonathan Kent who we have a relationship with outside of future state. And even then I personally didn't read any much like a super, whatever it was that he did with, um, with Damian Wayne. Like I, I wasn't really into that sort of thing. So I think that's difficult to execute. I will say though, the reason I have, I gave it a seven and it bumped it up a few notches is the justice league dark stuff because I absolutely wow. want to read what they did there. I mean, they, they gave me, so they give quite a bit of Etrigan, who I like. I want to see more of him and uh, Constantine, like buddy cop stuff. It's good in the animated movies. It's good here. It's not even buddy cop stuff. It's just more Etrigan. I like that. So they, they, they like demons and stuff, though, but that's magic demons. You know, I like those kind of things. So It's Justice League, just the two issues? Yeah, it's just the two issues, and in both of them you get the Justice League Dark. And honestly, the Justice League, like – I those stories, eh. but the Justice League Dark, you guys will enjoy it. You will like, you'll have read it and think, oh, you know, this was this was a solid investment. I I don't hate it, but 
the Justice League portion of it. I just think it's too hard. Like, just but, yeah. but that's the problem. That's why they should have made these things their own issues because you got to spend – and these Future State books are cheap, you know? Oh, yeah, because there are double issues, triple issues, so it's – Yeah, but even the secondary stories that you get aren't – like in this case, just the, the main story stinks, but mm. Justice League Dark was, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Would you pay seven, eight bucks just for that story? No. Right. So that's what's happening, right? That's the problem. So that that that's frustrating as hell. Right. And we'll talk about all the other ones this week too. I know you want to talk about yours uh, that you reviewed for Geeks Worldwide, but real quick, American Vampire, uh, 1967 issue five is out this week, uh, which I've been I'm I'm actually a little behind on that, but I've enjoyed it. Uh, of course, that's by Scott Snyder, which we haven't talked with him a ton about when we've had him on a couple times that we have. But I know he said last time he's very proud of the work that he's done with that. Correct? Just uh, you know, just had a thought here. Maybe when uh, American Vampire 1976 is done, we have him back on. We talk American Vampire. It sounds like a plan to me. I mean, I he's, mean got, he's got. He already told us he's got. He wants. To, he'll come on again because he's got a whole bunch of other shit that's coming in like April that he'll be announced. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he's gonna tell yeah, us gotta... coming in April, and then we're gonna have to wait forever for it. It's just, it's just yeah, torture. <laughs> uh, also, Rorschach issue five. I fell off on this. I think I read the first two issues. It's solid. I may go back and read it when it comes out as a trade. Uh, it's just it, it's it's not bad, but there's just so much you can't read everything. And um, at some point, I will have the chance to go back and, and look at it and let you guys know if it's something you should pick up. But um, tell me about Dark Detective issue three. Oh, fantastic. This has been my hands down my favorite uh future state book uh that I've read. I still I still want to go back and, and before our big event and uh read Nightwing uh next Batman uh Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh but I love I love this book because you know we've we've you know we've in this issue we got we got some more pieces of the puzzle, but with one issue left, we still there's still so much more you know to find out and we get we get a nice little um, tie-in from uh, another Future State book uh, in this issue. So it's given away on the uh, on the covers of the books. I'm not spoiling anything, but I won't say it. Regardless, mm-hmm. you know, twenty uh, you know twenty one weeks spoiler free here. Are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say when we talked about that King and Black um, matter, yeah. I hadn't seen, I hadn't looked at the cover, so it wasn't entirely. Like spoiled, so you weren't. I just didn't. I hadn't seen the cover. I'm counting it, baby. You're counting it, so you're not 21. Free no, no. I mean, I'm counting it, and I didn't spoil anything. Okay, all right, fine. Like, so you are <laughs> over 20 weeks spoiler free. Fine. Yes, but uh, it, it was wow. a great issue, and I still, I just still can't get over the art, uh, and and the writing of this book because it's just it. You know, when it says future state, you feel like you're in the future. Um, and that's what Gotham has done best. They've really, you know, the writers of all the Batman books um, have done the best job at presenting this future, you know, futuristic feel to their books. So I reviewed that for over on Geeks Worldwide. This might be the highest or the second highest score, uh, or it's definitely the highest score I've given. And I think I gave one other book a nine and a half um, over there. So it's been great. It is. It just, it's just great. Cause you, like I said, in my review, you know, you, you get a you know you get a Batman and a Bruce Wayne that is just stripped down to nothing more than just a regular old Joe Schmo, mm-hmm. and he's got to try and figure this shit out with as low tech as humanly possible. And I love that. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, it's it's like you like you said, it's a refreshing take 
on yeah. the character. I believe you said yeah. those words exactly in your yeah. review. Uh, also out this week over at Marvel, we have Eternals issue two. I got to pick that up, but I will be trying to at least go through that first arc for you guys. The first issue was solid, but again, we're dealing with, you know, the Eternals. Like, how much do I necessarily give a shit about them outside of the movies? Like, that's the only reason I want to read it. Uh, Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood issue three is out this week. Again, you know, if you're, it's too late for you to get, find issue one and issue two, which... Some some of the bigger comic shops, not not even like Newberry. I'm just saying there are some that will probably have first or second issue. I would get in on, it. and even then, guys, if you haven't read the first two, you can still read the next. You can still read the third one, or you can still read number two if you haven't read number one, because these aren't connected stories. It's just like parts of Wolverine's life where, like, oh yeah, I know when he was there. Or I like I've, I've I'm familiar with this portion of his life. So that that was a thing. You know, now it's just a little bit more with that. And they've all I, seriously. I don't think there's been a bad story in any of those. Uh, before we get to yours, Doc from from Marvel, Taskmaster issue three, issue three is out. Morbius Bond of Blood issue one is out. King and ba King and Black Black Panther issue one is out. Uh, does that Morbius book uh, interest you at all? So I'll tell you what I read. Um, the first more so Morbius came out, you know, about a year ago, you know, right mm -hmm. around when they announced when they were doing the movie. And I was actually enjoying that book, but I fell off around issue six or issue seven. Um, uh, but I was enjoying it. Uh, and it was, <laughs> it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty gruesome at times. It was, it was just a good book, but again, it was right around when COVID really hit and the, the I wasn't getting to the store as much. And that's you know, not what I had on my pull list. So I just kind of, like I said, fell off it. This I've got no interest in reading. Um, you know how much Morbius does this one person need? <laughs> you know, but you know that first uh, Morbius run that came out about a year ago it, it was, from what I remember, pretty decent. Hmm. Okay, not but not as good as what, uh, but as good as the other two books that you're reading this week from Marvel. Well, you know, eh, you know, you can't you can't all hit home runs, right? Right. Uh, but Daredevil 2070 came out. This I am this. You know, I still have to go back and read issue 26. I'll probably go this weekend or next weekend to the comic shop and, you know, pick up my stack. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. I guess there's a, a King in Black tie-in with the last issue in this one. So okay. that'll be um, that'll be fun to read. And Darth Vader number 10. This story continues to be uh, continues to be great. It's a, it's a great Star Wars story. It, you know, you, it, it's filling in a lot of the blanks. Uh, you know, with Darth Vader after you last see him in uh, Empire Strikes Back and uh, some of his trials and tribulations, uh, so to speak. So it's it's been really fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, the, I was just thinking the when you brought up the Daredevil tie-in, the I read the Deadpool issue ten was a Dare was a um, King in Black tie-in. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and uh, I guess it was the end of Kelly Thompson's run with the character too. I didn't realize that. So. Oh. I, yeah, See, I think it was. I think it was ten issues, but it was it was a solid run. Maybe I'll talk about that at this point. Um, but it was. Um, I, I I don't. I'm not certain because I I like the run, but it's not like. Um, I don't know if I would say it's absolutely 1,000 percent one of the best with the character. So so we'll see. But I was surprised that it came to an end because I felt like it was it was getting some momentum or whatever. But I'm sure the pandemic did not help out too much with any of that. Image Comics this week talk. I have Undiscovered Country, which I uh, plan to review this week for Geeks Worldwide. At the time of our recording, I have not done that yet. But issue 12 is out. I have read it. And it's just it's so freaking good. Are you caught up on that yet? I'm like uh, two issues behind. Two, oh, dude. It's, yeah. it's so it's so freaking it really good. Is. And it really honestly, I, after the I, – so, so you have you seen – so you're two issues behind. So you've made it to Unity, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so at, I'm like, after Unity, where are they going to go? You find out in 12, and I was like, this, yeah, this is gonna, <laughs> this is going to be freaking nuts, too. Oh boy, this is going to yeah. be so nuts. Oh my god. So it's been, uh, I and I told you, I fucking hate Unity. I think I told Scott Snyder when we had him on too. Yeah. I hate Unity. Like not the concept of Unity. We're talking about right. the zone from undiscovered country Unity. Yep. But oh my god, it's the worst. Um, <laughs> anything? It's it's like my nightmare. What about? Uh, do you have anything else from? Um, from image, yeah. So, Homesick Pilots number three came out. Uh, I am all caught up. I read that one this morning, um, and it's just uh, it's a good one. It, it's a it's a possible uh, TLDR, you know, book. Okay. Um, it's just it's about a you know a punk band. You know, this this group of high school kids that wanted to form a punk band, and they go to this house, and then some 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 fucked up shit happens. And uh, so, like I said, it's it's not like horror in the sense of the book that I'll be talking about later. Um, but it's got, you know, you know, demons and ghosts and shit like that. And so uh, set to the backdrop of, you know, early nineties, you know, LA, uh, you know, punk scene. Uh, mm -hmm. So that, that's been a fun series to read. Uh, Radiant black. Number one came out. Uh, this book was awesome. Hmm. Awesome. And so, it, you know, it's about a guy who's, uh, you know, he's a writer, failed writer. He's, you know, he's like trying to get a loan from the bank. He's, you know, $38,000 in debt. Obviously, they're not going to give it to him. Uh, so he moves back in with his folks and him and his buddy takes him out to a bar and they encounter something at the end there. Uh, and it's just <sighs> awesome. So it's got like... Um, I don't want to say a superhero vibe to it because I don't know if the guy's going to be a good guy or a bad guy. Right. Uh, but something happens at the end of the book. It really sets up for, uh, you know, looking forward to the second one to come out. So I highly recommend Radiant Black, number one. I loved it. And then I haven't read this book yet. I actually haven't read this series, but um, Sean Lewis talked about it briefly when we uh, interviewed him um, about a month back. Mm -hmm. uh, Bliss, number five, came out. Uh, so, uh, comiXology was having a sale and I got the first four issues for like a dollar something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so I've got them all. So I plan on binging this and, and giving this a read. Um, so bliss number five, it sounds like a, a great series. So I'm looking forward to that. You got me hooked on that radiant black shit right now. That's what I want to hear more Dude, about. Go get it. Go get it right now. So go, you're telling, just, Oh, Wow. Just okay. go get it and read it. I think you'll like it. I think so you'll I, like it. So you're not going to make me wait. Like I, you, because I, I, it sounds like this is something that has potential. I know it's just the first issue, but it has potential to be a TLDR. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. And um, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I, I take enough books from you. you know? uh, well, I, I mean, I, I got a couple. I got a couple this week. You yeah. know, I'm taking a couple of Marvel ones from you. Obviously, you got the Falcon and Winter Soldier that we did last week too. So, but, yeah. Okay. Hey, if you've been to the Punch Show. Just the way it goes sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see because Fear Case also came out last week, and that seems like another one I'm going to want to do. So, I okay. mean, there's just been a ton of a ton of good books, but uh, I don't want to say I may be overhyping Radiant Black. I just loved it. I thought it was great. And, I also uh, took Seven Secrets from you too, which I will be doing that at some point yeah. here fairly soon, I think. Like, yeah, because is that done? Is that all done? It's through six issues, but I don't think it's done. I'm oh, I didn't know if it was a five or six or seven issue run kind of thing. I didn't know if it was. I don't know. It shouldn't be. They, there definitely should be more to it. I mean, I'm going to be a little. I'm going to be a little annoyed if actually. If that, <laughs> I never heard anything. I just about can't it. remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, you know me, old man over here. This Very is, forgetful. Um, 
All right, moving on to Boom. I know Mighty Morphin 4. I, I just want to make sure. I know we have people who like the Power Rangers out there, of course. Uh, so making sure you guys know that, that the next issue of that is out. I haven't been reading it. It's something that I think I'll go back to at some point. But uh, it's just, you know, some things fall to, towards the bottom of the pile. And then there are a lot of things that I have to catch up on. Uh, you have a couple things out, though, from Boom. Yep. Uh, Origins number four uh came out so that's been a fun series i've been reading that again another sort of post-apocalyptic kind of futuristic setting um and the last witch number two this is a boom box uh book i read uh last witch number one you know came out about a month ago but i only read it uh i think i read it last week mm-hmm. um and it's it's fun you know boom boxes again it's sort of uh um you know a young adult type series but it didn't feel it because some of the themes it was a little darker than you'd expect hmm. you know um not that it was vicious or violent but it was a really good story and i enjoyed it so the uh, the second issue that came out today okay and uh over in idw i know the next issue of tmnt came out i think it's 114 this yeah. week i know it's 114 this week uh and then uh, what's this garrett hood book i don't remember you bringing this up before so this is a book that i've been i'm planning to binge as well uh it's, so i looked at you know the first issue enjoyed it i just haven't been caught up on it uh but it looks really good and uh hopefully it's one that will uh you know i'll want to do at some point on this show but um i enjoyed the first issue i just got to catch up on the rest of them now so moving on from idw to dark horse i'm i know you got norse mythology issue five out this week and you've been you've been like if you're sticking with it black hammer visions issue one are you getting in on this or no because you talked about black hammer was that the second or third issue of the show uh, it wasn't that early. Uh, maybe third, fourth, fifth, somewhere. It was in the first range. 10. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely within the first 10. Uh, I haven't read it yet. I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, I, there's been a bunch of black hammer stuff coming out, mm-hmm. uh, recently, uh, Colonel weird, um, has, has, uh, has his own little ser- uh, mini series going on right now. Um, and, um, Another one of the characters, uh, Barbalian, I believe, has a series as well. So those I'm going to wait until the trades come out um, mm-hmm. and grab those and read them. Um, and so, but it was Black Hammer. I talked about it. Visions number one. I mean, I love that universe. So I'll definitely be reading this one. What's going on with Vault this week? Uh, Vault two books that I've been uh, enjoying very much. Uh, the Devil's Red Bride number five uh, comes out. Um, that that book just. It's just getting more and more messed up, and I love it. It's great, and um, it's sort of the 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 Yusaki Ojimbo type, you know, you know, feel to it with the Ronin. Um, okay. Great stuff there, That's and right. um, and right. both with horror vibes to it. So it's it's mm-hmm. great. And then I walk with monsters number three. This is this is another contender for an upcoming issue of TLDR. Uh, absolutely fantastic. There's something something. There's a, a girl, and she's sort of got this demon like protector you mm-hmm. know following around and they're trying to uncover this mystery um uh, they're trying to find this man that he he's he's not a very very good man and so oh. this has been another good it's, it's, it's i'm telling you it's a horror book renaissance my friend there's a lot of a lot of horror type books out right now horror genre books and uh, this one's been fantastic and, and i i'm digging the art on it and uh yeah good shit devil's red bride is that a candidate for an episode too or no Possibly, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's you know, but I don't know if it's one, uh, what I'll discuss or not. I'm on the fence. 
Gotcha. Now, AWA uh, Casual Fling Issue 1 came out this week, and Erratic, which I believe Erratic was the one I saw in, I don't know if it was in Archangel uh, 8, the, the trade there, or if it was at the end of Colin Bunn thing, but I saw a teaser for that, I think, or an ad for that. I, I'm pretty sure. And now when I, I was like, I, I got to try this one. So maybe I'll try and get those first couple issues, or maybe I'll wait till the trade comes out. But I think I'm interested in that. What's Casual Fling? Because you're the one that made a note of this. I don't know, but uh, you know, I, I picked it up because look at that cover. That cover is you know some sexy time. Oh, there you go, some yeah. sexy time on the cover there, right? Oh, so yeah. yes. AWA, I figured number one, I'll give it a shot. You know, uh, I'll give it a whirl. You know, may, maybe I'll be titillated. You know, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, you know, try. I'm starting to give AWA the boom treatment. You know, where number ones, I. I I'm probably going to pick up now uh, at this point, you know? Um, and so it, redemption was fantastic. Erratic is one that uh, I, I think the ads for were on bite sized, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Cause I don't want to say erratic also looks young adult, but the art mm -hmm. is a little more, it's not mm -hmm. quite what it is in bite size, but it's not as gritty as uh, you know, some of the other books. Right. Um, you know, that you get from AWA. So, uh, but that is a good one. Uh, Redemption. I mean, I talked about that, uh, not Redemption, but um, Reborns. That's another one that I, I, I've i been getting into. So uh, AWA is killing it, man. Yes. And speaking of AWA doing well, I think you have an AWA book planned for us this week, if I'm not mistaken. I do. And if Freddie's still in the chat, uh, thank you for this. I made the mistake of reading this book at night and... Yeah, yeah, fucked up, baby. Hotel by AWA is the book that I'm uh, with two L's uh, that I'll be talking about today. Um, this was written, <laughs> yeah, this was a doozy. It was only four books, but man, it'll it, it's gonna live rent free in my brain for a long time. Really, that bad, huh? Well, it's yeah, I'm, I'm playing it up a little bit, but it is, it is. <laughs> Thanks. No, yeah, well, it, you know, it's uh, it's messed up, man. But it's 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 a really good story. So, um, hotel, uh, written by John Lee's um, artist is Dalibor uh, Talajic. Uh, nice. He's also the artist on uh, Casual Fling here, so he's got a very, mm -hmm. you know, very unique style. Um, I enjoy it. A sack up, Doc. Yeah, I, I told you, Freddie. I'm, you, yeah, yeah. Sacking up is not what I do. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, colors by Lee uh, Luffridge. And letter is Sal uh, Cipriano, and uh, so what? What led to me reading this book was I was having a you know a Twitter conversation with, with Freddie about uh, Ice Cream Man, mm -hmm. and how I you know that's and I and I've mentioned it on this show before, where Ice Cream Man is this sort of anthology series where sort of each issue um, is its own sort of individual story, uh, but then with Ice Cream Man they start to tie together a little bit, but. Uh, it's unique in that each book is freaky as hell, and it's it's its own thing. It's contained with that issue. And Fred said, "Well, if you like that, you got to read Hotel, uh, you know, because Hotel is like that, but more messed up." Mm -hmm. And so I read the first issue, and Fred and Fred had told me, "said don't don't read this book at night," because you know, uh, but I did because I'm stupid. Oh, Joe, <laughs> and uh, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. There, it's the, the the storytelling is fantastic. So, you know, like I said, it's a four issue um, uh, series. It, it started in March of 2020, and it's very, like I said, it's very similar to Ice Cream Man, but it's different. Uh, 
So mm-hmm. when you read the first issue, it feels like a self-contained story. And then when you when you when you read the second issue, that feels like a self-contained story. Um, but there's a panel or two where it's it's sort of like Pulp Fiction, where like in Pulp Fiction, you, you know, in the movie, you've got all these different sort of uh, vignettes of you know stories going on, and then they all sort of come together, you know, mm-hmm. at the end. And this is similar in that regard, where you know you've got these four individual books these four individual stories but it's almost like they're taking it's like a day in the life they're all sort of happening at the same time mm-hmm. and so you'll see characters uh you know that were the main characters of that book randomly pop up in a panel here or have a conversation you know with that character there and they sort of painting this picture of you know what you're reading in these four issues takes place over the course of a couple of days and you get four people in in four different rooms and each book is sort of telling you know that you know um that person's stay and experience at this hotel and it is it's it is it is fucking creepy man you know it, it's you got you've got demons you've got serial killers you know you've got you know you, do we go inside the minds of any of these characters or is it more like is it we don't have a, we don't have that inner monologue or anything no, because you get you get the inner monologue, and it's weird because each you know, each person's there for a completely different reason, obviously, and it, it it's hard to say because even though you know there, it's not like one linear like the story, like the overall arc of the story really is the hotel, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 you and you get you know the perspective from you know these four different people staying there, and then sort of how it all comes together at the end. But you get a lot, you know, with, with the first book, for example, it's a pregnant woman. She's trying to escape her abusive, you know, boyfriend or husband. And she stumbles upon the hotel and she stays there and, and she starts having nightmares. She starts hearing things, seeing things. And, you know, yeah. And, and, and by the end of the issue, you know, she's given birth to this, demon and she just loves it like all she sees is 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 this baby that she's that she's wanted and it is fucked up just the whole yes you yeah the way the way it looks the way how how it comes to being you know Hmm. uh you know it she has conversations with it while it's still it's it's weird man it's like she's it's hard to describe it but it's effed up and the the real common thread between all these stories, uh, which is also similar to Ice Cream Man, is that there's a narrator, right? Okay. Okay. Right. So there's like each each issue starts off with, uh, yeah, it is like an episode of Twilight. That's a, that's a good way to put it, Frank. Uh, Frank, Fred, Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> where you know the, it's the guy running the hotel, and he's sort of the narrator. So it starts off with him sort of welcoming the guest to the hotel. This is your room, you know, enjoy the beautiful stay. Just, you know, there's this weird path that comes into play in one of the books where he tells all the patrons, don't ever go down that path. There's, there's nothing for you. Don't just, just, you'll be, you'll do best to ignore it and just stay here on the lovely premises. And of course people ignore it. And another real spooky thing about this place is that this hotel really only seems to exist for troubled souls. So people could be driving down Route 66 and never see uh, Perot Hotel, 
but it sort of comes to those really? uh, that have, you know, some sort of past or some sort of, you know, inner oh. demon or you fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find you. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's really, you the art is, the art is graphic and gruesome and, you know, there's a story, like I said, the story about the pregnant woman escaping her ex-boyfriend. There's a story about, you know, a husband and his wife just trying to get away. Uh, there's a story about a serial killer and and hmm. a story about a kid that's possessed. And they all it all comes together at the end, and you find out you you know sort of sort of the, the supernatural aspect of this hotel in the last issue. And um yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like not that. a spoiler. Not a spoiler, right? And, oh, no, but no, no, you know, no. you didn't tell me anything, really. Okay. That's, and and, and what I love about this is, I mean, it's it's what I love and hate about it. And I say hate, you know, it, it being playful, of course. Mm. But it's only four issues, and while the four issues on one hand seems perfect, on the other hand, I want more. Okay. So let me ask you this then: if they, if um, if Lee's and his, I'm. I'm Blanking on oh, uh, Talajic and the rest of the team decided, hey, you know what? This was awesome. It's done really well. You know, let's let's say like you know, a month later, it's like, oh, this has more legs. Like, really, people have, have caught on to it and really like it. We should do more. Do you think that they could do like a hotel two, and then they just create a whole different story for somewhere else and treat it as like a, again a four issue series or something like that? Do something similar at a place that's you know some located somewhere else that's haunted for a different reason. Yeah, you could almost do. You could almost do it like uh, what's that that show that everyone seems to love? Uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, That's you could exactly very well right. You could you could very well do that, and I would welcome it because the 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 writer and the artist, uh, the color. I mean, this entire team, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you could even do it at the same hotel. Just have different set of guests and. You know, and, and well, so I'm going to ask you: Can you go back to that well now that you know why this place is haunted? I think you could because it it it's it it's not necessarily always about you know it part of the charm of this book too is the people that come into it mm. right and then how is it going how are they all going to connect so it wouldn't work as well as a different hotel and I think what might be cool is if it was a different place but you still had the same narrator the same guy mm. maybe or but you know, the bigger point is they could they they sure as hell could do more of these, you know, four issue arcs and, and, you know, give you four different characters, four different things and, and, tell, and tell a great story. And I would love that, you know, so very much like an American horror story. So kind of vibe. another question that, that jumps out to me with this too, is when you, when you're reading a narrator and it's not one of the characters, like obviously with, with any character, we give them a voice and like, yeah. if I'm reading someone like Jason Todd or Nightwing, it's kind of more like, it sounds like my voice in my head, but yeah. With something sp kind of spooky like this, I'm curious: is your voice more like, um, uh, who's the guy? I forget who's the really creepy voice. It's that's dead, but um, Robert Stack, uh, Vincent Price. That's oh, Vincent Price, yeah. is it Vincent Price? Is it that the guy, the farmer from South Park? Like, people don't go down that road. Yeah, or I can't get that. That, yeah. that, that was the vibe that you gave me from the the don't go to that path. Or is it like Goose Macabre and Ghoul voice? Because that was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be tremendous. I, I, think that, I think that's the only voice I'm going to have in my head uh, going forward when I read this stuff. Uh, Maybe it looks so scary for you. It's yeah, <laughs> it's very, very, very macabre. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, it was. Great uh, impression, spot on. 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, no, it was it was great. You know, he, he was a character unto himself, very uh, very much like Ice Cream Man. You know, where he's only in at the beginning, really. Uh, Ice Cream Man, the narrator, sort of is there at the beginning and there at the end, and gotcha. In this, he's mostly just sort of there to introduce the guests to the place, and uh, uh, but just just creepy. Just spooky, just fucked up. I mean, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's not, you, you, it, Freddie sold me on this when he gave it to you, and then I saw the pictures of it. And I think after the first issue, you said you were shitting your pants. I was like, oh, I'm I'm in on this then. So I, I'll definitely be reading this one. I don't know if – obviously, I don't know when if this will be the book that I talk about when we do our uh, next trade, which will be on issue 30, which is coming up soon. But I'm definitely uh, – this is this is definitely a great find, and I'm yeah. very. And with only four issues, it, uh, you fly right through it. Yeah. And obviously, we we always ask the question: Could this be turned into a show? It kind of sounds like we've seen something similar with American Horror Story. Yeah. Do you think there's room to to have another thing similar like this, or do you think there's? It's, or we already have that, so it wouldn't necessarily hit in the same way. Yeah, you know, I, it might not. You know, because uh, it is very similar to like you know, American horror story. And with it only being four issues, they would really have to add yeah. to the bone. Right. right. And make it, you know, go. Cause like I said, this only really takes place over the course of what appears to be a couple of days, you know, cause mm -hmm. they're all sort of there at the same time. And so how would you make that? I mean, maybe a movie, maybe, you know, you pull that off in an hour and a half, two hour movie. But I don't it's know. Scream movie to me. This screams yeah. like we, we would make it into a show, and then with the idea that there's another issue coming out, or we'll we will take you know we will go from right. there to the first one. Right. Yeah. I mean, that would probably be the best medium for it. But right now, just just read it and, and enjoy it. And yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Not even supposed to be here. Um. All right. So that brings me over to mine. And we, you know, I've. For some reason, there's a little bit of thought out there that I don't talk a ton about indie books, which is ridiculous. But this is as independent as it gets, this book that I have this week. I'm talking about The Eighth by Adam Lawson, who we had on to talk about the Kill Journal. We mentioned The Eighth when we had him on. And I have um, information for you guys on how you can get the book now that this campaign is done. But this was an Indiegogo book that Adam put together himself with Joran Evers, who did all the write and all this. I mean, all the art and all this, excuse me. Um, and... He, uh, we, I talked to him before. I think the DSG was even a thing. He had reached out to me. Um, and Adam was, uh, Adam, his background more is in like film and, and TV. He has a hit YouTube uh, TV show. Which he has an IMDb page and everything. Uh, his show on YouTube TV is uh, Escape the Night, which I, I personally have not watched. Um, I don't have the whole YouTube. I, I actually wait a minute. Oh, it's YouTube TV. It's see, this is where I get confused. Is it YouTube TV or is it just a YouTube show? I think it's just a YouTube show. And I think you have to, I don't know. Anyways, um, but he talked to me about the eighth. He reached out to me about it. And I thought, oh, this um this looks like sure, let's talk about it. He wanted me to review it for Geek Worldwide. I reviewed the first issue, and he had he had the first 60 issues done, I think. Um, at that time, and I, you know, I was getting it weekly. It was coming out the like it, he was releasing that actually the same time he's releasing the Kill Journal. Once that's um, once that started a couple weeks ago, it was just the same day, same drop. And um, I have not touched the Kill Journal yet because I, like I told you, I want to wait till it's done, and then I'm gonna binge it because it's good. I know it is, but I want to be able to provide people with a different experience too. Like you're reading it weekly, I'm, re I'm I'll binge it as much as I want to wait for the hard copy. I'm not gonna be able to do that, so. Um, Anyways, uh, so 
this is this has much different a much different vibe than the kill journal. Of course, when I sent you the the video for the kill journal, you're like, this is already nightmare fuel. Like you don't even yeah. need to read it. It's like what the hell. But I sent you the artwork for the eighth, and not at all the same, right? No, uh, much much different. Uh but tremendous artwork. Absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Jordan Evers did a great job with it and everything. And his, his art was so important to all this. And we, we talk about how, you know, the art makes the book in so many different ways, good, bad, whatever. It has such a huge impact. Of course. I mean, that's why we, we part of why we read these over prose. It makes a huge difference. And with Jordan Evers art, I, we're dealing with teenagers here. We have, we, you know, adults are mixed in, in the course of it all, but we have David, we have Atticus, we have Emma. Those are the three characters we're primarily focused on throughout all this. And they're probably, they, they seem like they're in the 18, 17 year old range. Maybe they're a little bit younger. I, I'm, I, they might've said they're great in there, but either way, they're not freshmen. I know that. So, my, but my point is that they, they, I, they're dealing with some like, crazy shit as this goes along. And when that happens, you can easily lose sight of that in the course of a story because you're just consumed by what's going on around them. And because of Ever's art and the, and the colors used as well in the course of it all too, I'm constantly reminded when I'm looking at these characters and actually his, his inking for that matter too, like there's, we don't get a ton of muscles out, out of most of these characters. I'm constantly reminded that we are the three main characters in this who are kind of pushing the story forward despite all the craziness going on are just kids and how this all started for them too. Like they, they come across this thing that they're able to use for like their own, their own betterment and whatever. And then things kind of take a turn and then things take another turn. And then, you know, then they find out like what started out like this, this hometown thing, hometown matter becomes this like larger than life what the fuck's going on and what's so what anytime you're dealing with that especially in just eight issues because that's a that's a quick ass time to do that the tempo of course is fast you, you need to have that so you're like so almost something's happening every single panel if not you know at least every page and it's there's not a lot of downtime which is great um but at like adam still develops the characters so that you can at least get hooked into one if not all three of the main characters and and then he, the story just naturally kind of builds itself as you go along. I thought it was like it was very fluid in that sense, um, and I, I, it's not easy to do. Like w w in just eight issues, as much as I think eight issues was great for this. Um, I mean, if I said it could go an issue longer or an issue shorter, I wouldn't know which one I would pick. I, I don't think I would go longer, but I don't really think you need to shorten it up. There's not a lot of fat on this, and uh, in. There's a character in here for all, you know, between the three main characters, there's someone in here for everybody. I personally liked Emma a lot, but what was also so probably my favorite part about this whole book, and it doesn't happen till probably midway through, but I was actually going back through this and I was, I was with, with, um, with Lauren over the weekend and I'm reading it while she's reading her thing. And I was like, this book really makes you wonder at a certain point, what side are you actually like? cheering for like you like am i am i on the right side of this shit are like the characters that i'm invested in on the right side of this shit or is it a it, has this gone out of control well and that's what i was gonna ask you yeah uh you know so they, they 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 get this you know whatever it is that they get right do they use it for good do they use it for bad because it sounds a little like alienated uh a book that i talked about where they sort of come and you know they mm -hmm. sort of get this alien and they have good intentions but because they're high school kids shit goes awry. Is it a very similar vibe in this? 
Um, I'd say it's some of both. Okay. That'd be the best way to put it. And, and what's nice about this too, is as much as some things kind of work out in the end, there's some shit like there's like some of these characters like uh, are scarred from it, like, uh, physically, mentally, and not everybody makes out. Okay. Like whether that's people, people die or people are just like fucked up. So it's, I thought it was so well done. Um, and, and I, I like, it came to a conclusion that last week. That's why I wanted to get into it. Um, this time around, um, with, with, um, this is, you know, it's, it's eight issues and the full trade is available now before we go any further too. Um, if you go to, for the digital version, only the print stuff's coming out eventually. Um, but the digital version, you go to eighth.backerkit.com backslash hosted underscore pre-orders and you'll get the digital version same day um in the uh the backers will get the like the the uh, hard copy book in april or may adam's working on that but uh, they're getting printed out now and after that happens it'll be available on their shopify store i'm sure we'll tweet that out and we'll put the link in too um if you guys want to get the full trade um over in the um in the comments i mean uh, in the description of the episode but um when it goes up on itunes and everywhere else but yeah so it was um it was, and oh, you know what? Also, I, I don't know if you have a, an opinion on this talk, but I'm curious if for our listeners who like the independent comics and back a Kickstarter, Indiegogo, those are only really two that I know. Is there one that our listeners prefer in general? Like, is there a site that they find that's easier? I'm sure that'd be just valuable for any creators that we have on going forward. And just, I'm just curious because I first went to Indiegogo, then Scott Snyder did Kickstarter. Um, I know we're talking to some other people down the line that have done Kickstarters, but Sean Murphy is doing Indiegogo too. So I'm just curious where people stand, but yeah, the eighth it's um, you, you will like this. Ah, that's uh, it's, it sounds, it sounds right up my Alex. Like I said, it's, it sounds similar to alienated, but different. You know, different enough, you know, whereas, you know, alienated, you know, they were, they sort of, you know, got this, this alien and it was just sort of like doing their bidding without, you know, a tremendous amount of conscious thought. This sounds like something like they, they are making their own yes. conscious decisions. To they, do. Have, yeah. mm -hmm. they have people pushing them in directions, but they are like, other than if there, there are some moments where they probably aren't consciously making decisions um there's a couple moments um but in general they've put themselves in these positions they've decided to move forward pretty much every step of the way and uh yeah and, and they gotta they gotta fucking deal with the ramifications of that afterwards it's, i love it and, and i love that shit is not just you know clean in terms of like you because I, I i love reading about you know when a when a, when, a, when a writer is able to really create a good character and get you know sink their teeth into it they are damaged they are flawed mm -hmm. and it's not always pretty right that's that's no it's not too, right yeah and so to see that and to, and to follow that journey because you you know you, you you root for some characters um and you want them to get you know get their you know you want them to figure out what their deal is hmm. and they just can never do it and and, and 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 that makes for a great story you love to read when people overcome shit uh, you also love to read with people who fucking deserve, mm -hmm. you know, they get it. You know what I mean? So it sounds like it's right up my alley. And with the the first issue, like if you like, I was thinking about it today as I was getting ready for the show. Like you look at the set, the final issue 
in the first issue. And it's like, how the fuck did we get there? But <laughs> it was so it's all very fluidly done. Like that, that's the biggest thing. But that first issue, Doc, is is it really sets the tone for like, yeah, the, we may be dealing with kids and it may um, have like the artistic vibe of like feeling a little bit lighter in some ways. Um, I, the covers don't, don't give that off at all, yeah. but or, or the picture that you tweet out, but in some ways it, it could feel like, you know, at moments it's a little lighter. It's not like it, it gets well, like shit happens. And that first issue really sets the tone for um, how, cr how sideways things can kind of well, go throughout the story. So yeah, it was, um, Jordan Evers did a great job. And then of course, of course, Adam did too. So highly recommend it. Again, we'll put all the information in the show description this week. So that way you guys can go get that online if you want to. Whew, yeah. I've been waiting to talk about that one for a while. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I can't wait to, to take a look at that one. That one sounds fantastic. I mean, just the art you sent me, like you said, was, was great. And, and we talked with Adam about the kill journal and, you know, he's, he's a very creative dude. So, yeah. So we'll uh, be, we'll be talking about him more cause I'm sure yeah. he's not done after kill journal and there's a lot there to read yeah. too. So we will be unpacking that all at some, uh, down the line for sure. And this is, and that one's only four issues. This one's eight. This one's got like 225 ish pages to it. Well, there's almost like a, an additional side story, but the kill journal has a ton too yeah. as well. So there's, there's a lot going on there, but, um, all right, so this week, let's see. We we talked about it. We have our T uh, or we have our tie-in at the end of the week. That's tie-in number six, right? Or yep. seven for us. Six. Tie-in number six. Yep. Okay, so that's on Friday. That will be around midday. You'll be tweeting that information out as well. And again, we'll have somebody from the DSG joining us. And you have is it episode twelve this week? episode twelve with them pineapple boys. Nice. So I've heard it both ways. Me and uh, Billy D. Coming at you uh, on Thursday night at uh, 8.30, uh, Season 1, Episode 12, Cloudy with a Chance of Murder. Oh, okay. Then. All right. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to have to make sure that I tune in. And, of course, Doc is always twitching. Is it every afternoon outside of uh, when we do our shows? Yep, yep. Basically, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday is right around 1 o'clock. Bingo. Okay. Awesome. And keep your eyes peeled. We may or may not have some uh, Friar Shy chats coming your way over the next week, two plus something along those lines. All right. Until next time, Joe, stay sexy. You know it. <laughs>